I wonder, do you ever get certain inklings about a person that make you wonder about them? Inklings that create a kind of suspicion, as if you're witnessing a part of their character that you hadn't suspected. For instance, if a person should mention their fondness for Richard Nixon, I know I would wonder, were they fond of the Richard Nixon who signed the Environmental Protection Act, or the one who propped up the Pinochet regime in Chile? There are lots of little clues about a person that you pick up over time. But what if they told you they hated garlic? I know that for me, I'd immediately start wondering about them. Yes, yes, they could be allergic. Garlic allergies can be serious for sure, but they are also quite rare. All this came to me as I was harvesting my garlic this week, a very disappointing haul, which served to underscore what garlic means to me and why I think garlic is somehow more than a vegetable. It's a symbol. Because it's an effective method of warding off bacteria, garlic has been seen throughout history as a potent image of protection, a defense against everything from sickness and poison to a safeguard against the supernatural, most famously vampires, because they were thought to suffer from a disease of the blood. The ancient Greeks used garlic to ward off evil spirits, and the Romans recommended it as a defense against snakes and scorpions. In China, garlic is a good luck symbol and is often gifted to expectant parents. In the Jewish Talmud, it's mentioned as an aphrodisiac, and I know my wife would add, but only if both partners eat it. For me, garlic has always been emblematic of immigrant cooking, associated with cultures that, when I was a child, were represented by an aisle in the supermarket with a big sign that said, Ethnic Foods. Throughout my lifetime, the people who have made jokes about garlic, about its strong flavor and aroma, about the shabby clothing and smelly houses of the people who cooked it, have mostly been uptight snobs. Would it surprise you to know that no member of the British royal family was allowed to eat garlic and onions around Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth? Reportedly, she had such a dislike for garlic that it was prohibited in Buckingham Palace, which strikes me as odd because despite its Asian origins, the name garlic derived from Anglo-Saxon speech, gar for spear, referring to the shape of its leaves, and lack for plant. We plant our garlic in mid-October. Usually on the weekend, I spend hiding from the crowds of Oysterfest and harvest it a few weeks after the 4th of July. Although we give away a lot of vegetables, we never give away garlic. I'm one of those people who believes that when a recipe calls for garlic, you should always add more. Have you ever made James Beard's famous recipe, Chicken with 40 Cloves of Garlic? I think it's really good, if you use 80 cloves. 
Like squash blossoms and beet greens, one of the best things about garlic is repurposing the parts that often get thrown away. Those long, green, snaky-looking things with blossoms that look like the heads of geese, they're called scapes. We grind them up with oil and cheese and pine nuts to make the season's very best pesto. Garlic has other uses besides food. Glue is one. I'm not kidding. Last week, I peeled the stamp off an unmailed letter, crushed a clove of garlic between my fingers until they were coated with a sticky paste, then used the paste to attach the stamp to a new envelope. My grandmother used to use a sliced clove of garlic on my acne pimples. And consider this. I have friends who are Republicans, friends who avoid cats, friends who root against the patriots, but not one friend, to my knowledge, who hates garlic, which points to garlic's most important characteristic. Garlic can be a reliable judge of character. I'm Ira Wood, and that's my opinion.